Jazz Heads Radio. We find people whose heads are full of music and we delve inside just for you. Welcome to uh, Jazz Heads Radio. We're live at Wakefield Jazz and we just finished a powerful and charged set uh, from Tony Kofi and his celebration of Ornette Coleman. And Tony is here tonight with uh, Byron Wallen, Rod Young's on drums, he's come all the way over from Washington, D.C., specially to Wakefield. Well, maybe not quite. <laughs> oh, he lives <laughs> not in Wakefield, surely. No, in London. In London, yeah, okay. And, uh, and Larry Bartley. As I said, it was a fantastic first set. How, how have you found it at the club tonight, Tony? Oh, the club is amazing. I've been coming here for actually quite a long time, many years actually. I think probably uh, 20 years I've been coming here. It's a great club amazing audience and the audience of like they are very close to you and they connect with you straight away so you know if the audience like you or not and i do believe that this audience are extremely as supercharged as we are they love us <laughs> and we love them <laughs> that's great you know when when you played free bernie our resident drummer leaned over to me and he said I'm so happy they're playing this. I heard this in 1959, and I knew I loved it immediately. One, it was so powerful, and secondly, it set all the musicians free, especially the drummer. Exactly. Yes, and yeah, that 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 um, that um, track has so many uh, innuendos and connotations because basically, it the name. It is setting you free, and jazz is about freedom, you know, so that's what that track was written for, I guess. Thank you. 
Tony, you said that when you were playing with with Onet Coleman, he once leant over to you and whispered, "Don't ever let them forget my music." Yes, um, it was a. It, it, it seemed like a um, a really kind of like a. Uh, friendly but yet you know advisable statement that he made you know uh, because I don't know maybe because because uh, of his age and you know he slowed down a lot you know he knew that uh, you know time was near and you know and to kind of like say that to me it's almost like wow he's passing the torch to uh, a, a younger musician you know and um, and being able to take that torch and and run with it and give it and get play that to a, an audience that, that are waiting to hear this music because like i said this is the first time the audience in uh, wakefield have heard this kind of music live you know and a lot of people don't don't play this music because it's it is it is absolutely without a safety net you know when we play this music it's uh i mean it can go right a lot of the times but then it can go wrong but right because you know like i said there are no wrong notes and unless it's it's it's, it's uh, anticipated so so to, for him to say that to me was a really really beautiful statement and uh you know I, i'll remember that for as long as i live <laughs> well he can know that yeah. he can know that his legacy is really really safe in your hands and a lot of people have turned out tonight to hear it yeah. Yeah. so now on to uh, the three tracks that you've uh, picked that you'd like everyone in the world to hear. The first track is a personal favorite. It could be something you've played tonight or something that's that's from your repertoire. Wow, I, I, I've got quite a lot, but if I was to pick one, it would be um, uh, a, tr a track that I wrote uh, on my second album uh, entitled A Song for Papa Jack, which was to my father, who was one of my biggest inspirations. And, um, you know, uh, he he actually gave me the the impetus and the and the uh, determination to keep practicing, you know, and uh, what what he did what he didn't know, but because, uh, you know, we used to be from a boxing family and my father was a boxer and, you know, he used to train a lot and we used to train with him. But when I got to a certain age and I didn't want to do boxing, uh, he said, okay, because, you know, um, if you got compassion in boxing, it's not a good thing, you know, because you, 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 you get, you get beat. So I used that kind of energy that I, I had in boxing and I put that into music, you know, I just transferred it. I just transferred that kind of determination of, of really practicing and stuff and I put it to music. And, and I, I'm, I'm really, really grateful that, that he gave me that kind of, um, that, that determination to, to, to stick to things. So I wrote this, this track on my second album entitled Future Past and, uh, Byron Wallen's on that as well. And, um, he played the lead melody. And uh, yes, uh, so that's that's one of my favourites. Song for Papa Jack, dedicated to my father, Jack Johnson Kofi.
the second track, Tony. Yeah. Uh, so this is something from another artist, mm -hmm. somebody that you really, really rate. They may be underrated, you think, mm -hmm. or but you want people to hear what this person has got to say musically. Living or dead? Up to you. Well, um... Wow, um, you know what? Well, I'll, I'll choose someone who's not alive no more. Who uh, I, I think that people he didn't get the recognition that he got when he was alive, you know. And I think that people should really, really check him out. And that is trumpeter Woody Shaw, uh, who died in 1989, in May in 1989. And uh, he's he struggled a lot with you know not being recognized for what he what he did and he was a phenomenal musician you know he was absolute groundbreaker of a musician and i think for me you know someone like woody shaw deserves a lot of wider recognition now a lot of the young musicians should check him out he was a stylist and being a stylist these days is very very difficult to find your own style and run with it this is what ornette did you know people like ornette coltrane monk they were all stylists and they stuck to what they did you know so for me woody shaw and which track oh gosh woody shaw uh let me see which track they should probably check out um stepping stones a really really amazing supercharged uh, uh composition of his <laughs>
And on to your third track, Tony. So this is something that's really uh, an all-time personal favorite. Maybe something that influenced your musical style okay. or inspired you in a new way. Yes, for me, Charlie Parker. Got to be Charlie Parker. He absolutely gave me that inspiration to be a musician of my own caliber. I, 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 I mean, obviously, he was someone who I emulated, but. Uh, listening closer to him, you know, I thought, well, I can't be Charlie Parker. I've got to be myself. So he allowed me to try and be myself, you know, and, and I still, I still to this day, uh, believe that when I play, you know, even though I'm inspired to play other people's music, I'm playing myself. I'm being myself. So Charlie Parker, one of my biggest all time inspirations. And, uh, can you pick a particular track? <laughs> well, I love Charlie Parker's strings, Just Friends. Absolutely fantastic. He made that his own. He, he kind of like diverted from playing the melody all the way through and he created a new melody. So yeah, I think it's got to be Just Friends, Charlie Parker.
So how have you found it at the club tonight? Love the club. Um, love the intimate um, atmosphere and the way that everyone is really um, mingling and talking to each other and uh, some, found some great CDs down there as well. So <laughs> that's always a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, hopefully you win in the raffle as well, Byron, oh. you know. So I don't know if you've managed to buy a ticket or not. Okay. Um, right, so uh, you've picked three tracks that you think everyone in the world should hear. First track is something from your something own repertoire. repertoire. Okay, well, I think I'd have to select something from my album Indigo, which actually featured two of the artists that are here today, as well as myself. And Indigo is a quartet which, with uh, myself. Tony Kofi on baritone saxophone, um, Larry Bartley on bass, and Tom Skinner on the drums. And the track is called Silent Praise. And is there anything we should particularly listen out for on it? I think what I loved about it was the, the blend of, um, you know, the jazz music with the, with the real kind of spiritual, uh, almost gospel feel with, um, with an instrument called the anklong, which was, uh, is a, a wooden instrument from Indonesia and it's got a, a, fun, a fantastic groove and um, texture to the music. I think, I think uh, people would like that.
And the second track, so something from another artist, someone who perhaps is a little underrated. Underrated, yes. Underrated is, is a really... I think there's so many that I could mention, but I think that there's a track by uh, an artist called Elmar Hope, who's an amazing pianist. He was a pianist around, uh, around about the time of Bud Powell, you know, and he wrote a, a track called Eyes As Beautiful As Yours, which is a great title, but it was, it's, it's an amazing piece and it's got Coltrane and I think, uh, Hank Mobley's on it. It's quite a lot of saxophones, but it's, it's a ballad and it's a, such a beautiful piece of music. Eyes As Beautiful As Yours, Elmer Hope.
And the third track, something that's really an all-time personal favorite of yours. Okay. That would have to be Shh, Peaceful. It's called Shh and then Peaceful by Miles Davis, and it's on the album In a Silent Way. That's, that's one of my all-time favorite tracks and one of the tracks that really cemented my love of music. And is there anything we should particularly listen out for on the track? Yes, I mean, it's a quite a long track, and it's, it's, it's one of these tracks that kind of piece together. It's got John McLaughlin on guitar, and it's got real kind of space and beauty. You know, it's, it's almost like uh, musical poetry.
Thank you. 